0: Of Ramsey Solutions, it's the Ramsey Show where debt is dumb, cash is king, and the paid-off home mortgage has taken the place of the BMW as the status symbol of choice. We help folks build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Rachel Cruz, Ramsey personality, number one best-selling author, my daughter is my co-host today. As we answer your questions about your life and your money, open phones at Triple 888- Eight. 825 5225. Graham in Richmond, Virginia starts this hour off. Hey, Graham, how are you? I'm doing well. Dave and Rachel, how are you guys? Better than we deserve. What's up?
1: Hey, so um, me and my wife were exploring. We're just in the early stages of exploring starting an ice cream
2: business.
0: Um,
1: selling, maybe having like a seasonal uh, to start with ice cream stand uh, in the summer. And so. Um, there is a business nearby that kind of does something that we had in mind, you know, a similar business model. And I went on their website just to kind of explore, you know, what they're all about and found that the owner actually does consulting. And so my question for you was, do you think it's worth it? And I can give you the prices and things. Um, do you think it's worth it to do this consulting before starting a business or is it better off to put that money just into the business and and go for it you know what i mean
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well i think it has everything to do with how expensive he is of course i mean, yeah,
1: um, it's so, worth it it's worth it to get knowledge
0: from an operator for sure but if it costs more than the stupid to ice cream then no you know so what's he charged
1: <laughs> so there's there's three packages there's two that i think would be you know that i'm on the fence about the first one is 350 dollars and so it's uh, one two-hour meeting and one uh, hour follow-up phone call. And it says just basically getting an overview of how uh, this person um, went from, you know, the idea to opening their business over in the course of nine weeks. Um, the second one is uh, $1,050. Um, it says they go deeper, help you create a game plan. For your business launch includes uh, three two-hour meetings, three one-hour follow-up phone calls, and a one-hour walkthrough of the uh, the operation that they have going.
0: And what will you invest into the business? Do you think?
1: So we're 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 trying to look right now. It's essentially um, the the business model is kind of having a a trailer and then renting out a parking lot area. Um, and having the trailer parked there and that's the location. And then, you know, so I mean, what are you going to spend? Yeah. So probably about $3,000 to get a, I'm pretty handy. So we're looking at getting like a a camper and then renovating it. Um, I would do all the renovating and you know, I'm not entirely sure how much the cost of, you know, Okay. so let's say, let's say you're
0: going to spend 10 grand to get this thing open then. Sure. Sure. Okay. Then, yeah, either one of these makes sense to me. What do you think?
3: Uh, Yeah, and, Graham, honestly, because of the size of the operation, if I were you, I wouldn't go to this ice cream guy because he's going to be your competition. But if there's a guy an hour or two out to find two different people doing it and be like, hey, I'll come buy you dinner, uh, and can I just pick your brain for two hours – They honestly may have more real world experience in the ice cream world than the consultant. I mean, no,
0: the consultant owns a business. He owns one.
3: Oh, you're literally going to the ice cream guy, or he? No, I thought the ice cream guy hired a consultant, and you're going to that guy.
0: No, no, no. No, no, this is the actual owner of the
3: oh, business. Oh, I and misunderstood you. I'm sorry. I'd pay
0: $350 God. for that mm. in a heartbeat.
3: Yes, I'm sorry. I thought it was just some random consultant that this guy used. Okay, yeah. yes, then I would then no, no, I would no. do that. Yeah, this is the actual owner. I apologize. Yeah. I'm okay.
0: I would not spend over 1000 on a $10,000 business, but I would spend the 350 in a heartbeat, and I might spend the 1000 Okay. What okay. I might do is ask him if I did the 350 could I upgrade the difference, give him another 750 later if we wanted to add on more time sure that makes sense see how the okay. first see how the th- first then, 350 does because i got a feeling this guy doesn't make his living out of consulting with those fees
1: yeah yeah i doubt it and i don't i don't know necessarily if this you know pays their bills you know throughout the year i'd love to no. you know, ask them that and kind of no you know,
0: the consulting is just um enough people have asked him about it that he got tired of giving away his info for free that's all it is he's not charging sure. enough so, no, yeah, yes. it's oh, no, it's, that's, that's it's worth no, every penny of that from an actual operator. Yes. Now, around here at Ramsey, we will bring in people like that when we're in a space, that we're going into a space that we don't know. It's a new space for us, like we did the Borrowed Future documentary. We'd never done a documentary before. So what did we do? We called everybody we knew that had ever done a documentary, and everybody we didn't know, but they, we knew they'd done a documentary. And some of them were very generous with their time and helpful. Uh, for instance, our friends, The Minimalists, Mm -hmm. have done two very successful documentaries and they shared everything as friends with us that they had done and what to do, what not to do. You know, this won't work when you try that. Don't even bother. Don't call that guy at Netflix. He won't even talk to you. And that's worth
3: the money if you were to pay If you paid
0: 350 bucks for all that, that'd been a deal, you know, but that's what we always do. We try to get people in the business that are. Now, sometimes there are, then there are two other kinds of consultants. There are other kinds of consultants who used to do it and they used to do marketing for somebody now they do marketing consulting and they've got a lot of experience and they really know what they're doing maybe SEO is an example and they do SEO consulting on the side uh and they actually know what they're doing because they have had hands-on doing it and they're valuable and they're probably worth it sometimes though consultant means unemployed (laughs) that's all it means it's like life coach right if you're a 23 year old life coach (laughs) <laughs> you had not had enough life to coach, okay? So, you know, I don't, you know, I love you. I hope it works for you. But I'm not hiring you. to will be my life coach, okay? I got socks older than you. So, um, you know, that, that's, that's, that's yeah. the kind of thing you're looking for. So in the radio business, for instance, there are consultants all over the radio business. And most of them, they just were people that didn't make it on the air. That's all they are. They're just unemployed. Uh, there's a few of them. They're legitimate consultants, and they're friends of mine, and they're good people. And, and some of them just run around popping their gums, and they they couldn't cut it on the air. They never could get a show. They got ratings, and so now they tell everybody else how to do it, which is hilarious if you think about it. So, so the key it, is
3: that they were successful at some point or another in what they're consulting. No,
0: no, no. They just they no, just not have them.
3: But for people listening, if you're going to hire a consultant, make sure that it's someone. Oh, the key that is has, yes, the key is. Yeah, no, they actually
0: know. They've got some some uh, track record in yeah. doing something. Yeah. And, and in this case, the guy's an actual operator, which is like the best of the best. A
3: hundred percent. Yes. You know, that's, that's yes. what
0: you want. You want somebody who's actually got... That's one of the reasons that people love our Entree Leadership material, because it's how we run our business. And by God, the stuff we teach you to do in Entree Leadership, I did it this morning in a meeting. You know what yeah. I mean? It's, what, it's how... It's our playbook. It's what we do around here. We're operators. We're not a somebody that, uh, you know, a tenured college professor who's never made payroll and has an opinion on business so no we actually freaking do it and so that's what you're looking for is people with some common sense hands-on experience i love that question graham Mm -hmm. very nice that's exciting too
3: graham yeah it's kind of fun i know
0: get get the hammer out and take a trailer and pop it into a little ice cream stand you never know man you might be ben and jerry's before we know it probably not you might be better (laughs) this is the ramsey show
1: George Camel here, and I'm so excited to tell you about the newest product from Ramsey. It's called Gazelle, and it's a digital banking experience that will help you spend and save the Ramsey way with banking services provided by Pathword N.A. You'll get a single spending account with no monthly fees, and it's FDIC insured through Pathword N.A. We're offering early access to our beta customers, so you can help us make it the best experience it can be. Just go to RamseySolutions.com Gazelle to sign up for the waitlist today.
0: Rachel Cruz, Ramsey personality, is my co host today. Hey, folks, put your dang phones down. Over the years, we've substituted having deep and meaningful conversations for binge watching Netflix or scrolling through social media. Sometimes you can be sitting right next to someone but still be a thousand miles apart. You deserve better relationships, and that means having actual conversations with actual humans. That's why mental health expert and Ramsey personality doctor John Deloney created Questions for Humans. These are conversation starters that will help you put your phone down and actually connect and have fun with the people you care about. These are cards are flying off the shelves. Looks like a deck of cards. You pull one out, it's got a question. You can sit and have a conversation with someone, a group of people. It's a lot of fun. We've done it a lot. You all keep asking for more topics. So we took the hint. We've got new conversation cards. We've literally sold tens of thousands of these things. They're very popular. There is a girl, the new one. Here's the new ones Girls' Night, Guys' Night, Dating, Parents and Teens, and Workplace Edition. You're going to spend time laughing together, learning something unexpected, and build deeper and stronger relationships pick up one or two of our new questions for humans conversation starters and uh start having some fun together shop at ramsey solutions.com
3: me and courtney dexter house we were doing some uh the other day one was how long can you survive in the wild so you're just dropped in the middle of nowhere how long would you survive
0: i guess i would just survive i don't how
3: long how long the, how rest, mi- of
0: the rest of my life stop! i mean
3: stop <laughs> Oh my gosh. It's
0: not like I it's not I no, mean I, I'm gonna human- I, I'm gonna make it. I mean, you know
3: See, this is why he's not fun to play with sometimes. I know,
0: but I mean <laughs> what, what do you want? Uh, two years? I'm sixty two. Th- Twenty eight did- years.
3: Oh my gosh. I said seventy two hours. Then really? I then I wave my flag. I could I could last. Oh, you have the days. option of
0: waving a flag. I didn't know this. Yeah, okay. like like
3: how long would you That's, like would you be if like if you, you wave
0: the flag, is that when you die? You said survive, huh? Yeah. I mean, I'm, not like, I'm gonna fight. I'm not gonna just, die. So, yeah, I was, I'm going uh, to kill something else my, and eat it.
3: One of my favorite questions, not from questions, you use, I'm sure it's in there, is like if you could just like wake up tomorrow, the movie The Family Man with Nicolas Cage, where he like woke up and he had married his high school sweetheart and like what his whole life would have been totally different. He was like this like stockbroker in New York City. And then he woke up the next morning and he had married yeah, kid. Yeah, yeah, a weird movie. So that's a fun, no, I think it's fascinating. So it's always a fun question if you were to wake up the next day and be anything you want. So anyway, so we always ask, like we were asking. Oh, yeah,
0: Winston was going to be like a secret agent, right? Yeah, like Winston yeah. would
3: like be like a sniper or something, you know what I mean? And yeah, he Bill would be, be on, be Bill would like go and be a fisher- fly fisherman in Colorado. Dave's like, I'd just be me. Be <laughs> I me, mean, like, well i mean why would i want to be that. anything else yeah,
0: come it. on i, I got like, a great life you're like you're not fun not if not i were not me i'd want to be me how that's what would, i'm saying how long
3: would you survive in the wild dave i don't know i died i'm like this isn't fun <laughs>
0: <laughs> you apparently these, the these, you're what you're saying is these conversation cards don't work they on don't any.
3: work on you no we got
0: in one of the day daniel pulled them out in a, a board operating board meeting and i don't remember what the question was but it ended up being who got the most ticket tickets Oh, and they, speeding tickets. We told speeding tickets, and we Ooh, told them up. Dave. There was like eight people in the room, and I had more speeding tickets than all of them combined.
3: I believe it. <laughs> Speeds breaks the law. A lawbreaker. Yeah. Every day next to me. Every day.
0: It's it's um laws don't apply. So oh, I did say that on I, the air. I don't wear a mask, and I don't follow, oh, okay. and I don't. Why?
3: Have... How did that go there? How did that go
0: there? <laughs> Anyways, you're a Don't follow the speed limit. You're a
3: speed limit. Ian,
0: you're a get me out of this, please, God. Help us. Ian. Ian is in Miami. Hey, Ian, Ian, what's up?
3: Ian, how long would you survive in the wild,
4: Ian? Oh, um, I don't know. Maybe like a week. I would say.
0: Nice. I'm not sure. Good for there you, you go. Ian. All right, good. good for you. Okay. He's scared to answer you, so uh, <laughs> you're, you're scary. So. <laughs> If you don't how, answer the way how, you want, it's a problem. How can we uh, Ian, what's up? What's up, Ian? How can, how can we, we help you? How can we help you? We help you? Well, th-
4: thanks for the time. I appreciate it. Um, my question is trying to figure out how I can best or more effectively save money. So my, my goal right now is to, to eventually buy a home. Um, I recently graduated from college, so I graduated last May from college. And Congratulations. I I what's your degree in? Thank you. Uh, I studied Spanish and chemistry. Good. Good. Okay. Um, and so right now I'm, I'm living at home. I'm saving on rent, obviously, since I'm not paying for rent. Uh, uh,
0: you're oh, no, you're, you're, you're cutting out. You cut out. Of All we heard was your st- you're at home saving on rent. What do you make a year? Um, I make 60000 a year. Okay. Move out.
4: Okay. Um, right now... I'm basically pocketing about $2,000 a month and putting that in, uh, you know, a savings account. But I wanted to know if there's a more effective way for saving. Um, I've got some side hustles that I do, you know, dog sitting and photography. Um, that's, you know, some nice chump change, but I, I'm looking to expand that further if possible. Good. And I wanted to see if you had any, any sort of tips. I mean, right now it feels like I'm living more reactively financially speaking Mm -hmm. and i want to figure out if there's a way to be more proactive
0: i think you're more proactive than you give yourself credit for you're out there you got side hustles you have a savings game plan you know exactly where your money is you're telling your money what to do you're not wondering where it went i mean it sounds like you're pretty proactive to me what do you what do you feel like you're reacting to that you're out of control on
4: um, I guess it feels like, you I mean, if you're familiar with Miami, there's the whole scene of, you know, you've got like crypto and there's all this other stuff blowing up, which I typically don't pay much attention to, but I figured there must be a, another way. Maybe, maybe there's whether not a shortcut, you know, within the stock market. There's not or a shortcut. I don't know. There's not Are you a, there's... investing
3: at all, Ian, though? Are you investing in anything?
4: Um, I mean, not necessarily. I mean, I've got like, uh, you know, my 401k and I've got, you know, um, I think a money market um, that yeah. I share with my twin sister. We kind of figured a couple of years ago we'd wanted to save some money together. Why? When I mean, we both set aside some money there, but why? Besides that,
0: sorry. Why do you save money with your sister? You're a grown up.
4: Well, we figured we've we've always you know grown up together, and we're like, why not? You know, this was during the pandemic, and we were just kind of sitting at home and figured. H- how Let's much just is in that together. account? Um. I don't know off the top of my head. I think it's probably around three to
0: 5000 Okay. And how much is in your other savings? 40000 Way to go. Very well done. Okay. Here's what I'm going to advise you to do. The wife that you meet in the future is not going to be fond of sharing a savings account with your sister. So I'd break that up today, not because I'm mad at your sister. I'm not. I think she's sweet, and it's wonderful <laughs> that you're twins and you do this together. But I would break that up today. And so now you have 41500 in your account. And I would go get you the, an inexpensive apartment and set you up a grown-up life. Okay. And I wouldn't worry about investing and looking for a shortcut. I'd start saving, like continue to save like crazy towards buying a house sooner rather than later. There's no panic. There's no rush. But sometime yeah. in the next year or two, try to buy a house. Do you have any debt, Ian? I have no debt, um, and so that is also a
4: huge. Yeah, that's great. So yeah. I kind of figured, you know, I want to figure out if there's a way to just. Obviously, you said there's no way to make money fast, okay, and I've definitely realized that. Um, but you know, just trying to kind of leverage all of the the opportunity that I have now, now. Let me uh, give you. Let you me give you an, an
0: opportunity you haven't considered. Okay, from thirty years of doing what I do, personal finance is eighty percent behavior. It's twenty percent head knowledge. You are a very controlled and disciplined and mature young man. Well done sir. Well done. Now, what I have found is that people when they move out of their parents' house and buy their own milk and their own bread and get their own clothes cleaned and that kind of thing, it does something inside of them that causes them to make more money. Mm. And it's it's a little okay. bit it's a little bit hard to calculate with a math formula. But it's, uh, it's like the last stage of growing up, and uh, that's what you need to do. If you were my son, I would love you so much that I would kick you out. But I would do it gently and kindly, and we would help you get something set up, and we did that with our kids. We weren't mean to them. But the last stage, you're at it, baby. You're a year out of college. You got $40,000 in the bank. It's not financially efficient for you to live at home because you're limiting your personal growth. That's what I'm trying to tell you, and that's what I'm going to encourage you to do. This is The Ramsey Show. The lobby of Ramsey Solutions on the Debt Free Stage. Brock and Jenny are with us. Hey guys, welcome.
5: Hi, how are you?
0: Better than I deserve. Where do y'all live?
5: We live in Colorado Springs. Oh,
0: very nice. Welcome to Nashville. And here to do a debt free scream. How much did you pay off? We paid off three hundred seventy-four thousand dollars in about one and a half years. Way to go! Wow. And your range of income during that time? From two forty to start, and we ended about three hundred fifty thousand dollars. Excellent. What do you guys do for a living?
5: Well, I have a waxing boutique in Colorado Springs, and I started that about six and a half years ago with my daughter when she's about six months old or so.
6: Mm-hmm. And I'm a digital product manager at a financial
0: institution. Ah, okay, very, very well nice, done, y'all. Well, you guys are killing it. Well done, and decided to uh, take this fabulous income and just knock the debt out. What kind of debt was it? We paid off the house. Woo!
3: Oh, nice. All right,
0: looking at weird people, <laughs> and that's a nice house too. What? Yeah. How much is it worth now? Um, about nine hundred fifty thousand dollars. <laughs>
5: Amazing, y'all. Yeah. So
0: I'm looking at baby steps millionaires as well. Well oh, done, yeah. you guys. Yeah. At least and bought more. Yeah. So how much is in retirement accounts? About nine hundred thousand dollars. All right. So a couple million dollar net worth. Well done, guys. Thank you. Whoop,
5: whoop, whoop, whoop. How old are you,
0: millionaires?
5: I just turned 40 this year.
0: I'm 36.
5: <laughs> Amazing, you guys.
0: Uh, you killed <laughs> Incredible. it. A lot of people make a great income and completely screw it up. And you guys made a great income and killed it. Way to go, y'all. Thank well you. Well done. Very well done. Excellent, excellent job. All right. A year and a half ago, you say, <clears throat> you look up and you go, uh, we can reach over and smack the house and knock it out. It's doable. Yeah. You can see the numbers. And uh, what made you do that?
5: Um, it actually started... Uh, When we moved to Colorado Springs, um, we've been there going on eight years now, and one thing that I came across was your podcast. When my son was little, I didn't know a whole lot of people, and so to put him to sleep when he would nap, I would just find a neighborhood to drive around, and I would listen to you, and I loved everything that you taught. And, and I'm up, good
0: for putting him to sleep. That's a, that's
5: no, a no, 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 no. I got it, I got it. Yeah. And I ended up mentioning it more and more and more to Brock. and To the um, point that Brock
0: got tired of hearing it.
5: Yeah, and then it was just like, you know what, Let's let's just like hammer this down. And for me, it was when we paid off our cars, we were like, oh, well, why don't we just take that amount, that set amount that we would be paying every month for a car payment, and add that to the mortgage and and it just sort of kind of went ahead from there. We we had
6: a general approach for avoiding debt and how to save money, our own like four-step process that we had. However, when I learned more about your process, which is more sophisticated than what we were doing at the time, and we were also willing to play with FIRE to have benefits, but those benefits really are ancillary versus the risk. And then we fully adopted your plan and fully stop putting money into an excess emergency savings or or investing it, we decided to redirect that to the house, and now we have no fire in place, and now we can redirect that money fully to investing, and uh, it's it's far more comfortable, Mm. and and your approach about the snowball and and really how you begin to fire at individual objectives really helps you to achieve it a lot faster, and I think that one and a half year period when we paid off our house was...
5: It was a whirlwind. When we
6: look back on it, you look at it as like an insurmountable task, something mm-hmm, that would be mm-hmm. very difficult. And looking back on it, you, go, it was a breeze, but but it's not something
0: I want to revisit, so certainly going back in <laughs> no. it's
6: off the table. Yeah. yeah,
0: but you're done forever. I mean, you got, yes. you're sitting on a million-dollar house, and you're, you're not even 40 years old, and it's paid for, and you've got all this margin now. Yeah. Yeah. You, the can goal is, you can do anything you want to do. Yeah, the yeah. goal is
6: from where from how we grew up and our experience as children and uh very fortunate to be where we're at and very fortunate with our two children that we get a chance to give them a a different life Mm -hmm. and build a very different
5: life than what they, that we grew up with. Yeah. You know, so, I, we didn't talk about money or anything like that. Yeah, sorry, Rachel.
3: No, 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 no. You're great. You're great. I was going to just say, though, you know, Brock, you sound like a very processed-oriented guy. You have your processes and all that. So tell me, like, the emotional side of being debt-free because we've taken a call even last segment and the guy was like, I don't know. Should I pay off my house? It's only 3% interest. You know, he's kind of toiling with the because of the math didn't feel like it. So you probably, I could see, I would assume, kind of fall, can fall in that bucket. But the idea of paying everything off how does it just, how does it feel? Both of you don't want to know. It, but. it
6: feels great. Like when you guys ask questions about sort of what's the, how do you do this? I think yeah. you can focus a lot on the tools for how to do something, but I think really you focus on the behavior components. And the prior guest talked about discipline equals freedom. And I'm a very big Jocko Willing fan. Yeah, and yeah. if you have the discipline to do something, you will get the freedom from it if you're mm. willing to dedicate the time and the focus to that. And a real big habit of mine is to break habits you can break most habits in the middle of a week and so i really try and find like things that are sacred to us or things that i shouldn't be doing and try and break those whether it's through exercise or diet or or paying off the house which Mm. is another habit that we broke is like it's only you know two thousand plus dollars a month not a big deal right but that but the behavior and how you engage that that stuff that really challenges me and that stuff that i really embrace i um, love that overall myself
3: awesome you guys incredible what did it do for your marriage walking this journey
5: Um, I think we're really good team players to begin with and so I feel like we're just so much stronger Um, especially now I mean when you can get a marriage that really coincides on the financial aspect of it it really strengthens so many other aspects Mm -hmm. of the relationship Mm -hmm. and everything else seems kind of trivial after that you know
6: Early on in our relationship, um, we had a situation where we first started dating, and I took out a credit card and built up $1,000 in debt. I was 19, she was 24, and I wanted to impress her. (laughs) Um, And one night, we couldn't pay for ice cream, and it led to a really honest conversation the first year of us dating. We've been together for nearly 17 years of really hard learnings. And I look at this as like a ladder. Every ladder, you get to a plateau of where you get a better view and a better view. And so us saving our first $1,000 or us having our large emergency fund or us paying off our house, now our view is more and more broad. So those controls that we had on money get looser and looser as we get more control and mm-hmm. a better vision for where we're going in the future. Beautiful. And so things get a lot easier when you start letting go of that. And a great example of that, I know this is funny here, but I don't care about her getting her nails done now at this point. <laughs> I used to. <laughs> and now I don't. It seems like a trivial amount, but that goes back to, I think, discipline. And yeah.
5: behavior. All, yeah.
0: Discipline. Oh, freedom. it's only
5: this. It's yeah. fine. It's yeah. not a problem, but, Jocko you know. On,
0: Jock on. I've been trading ideas back and forth for many years, and it, it's the same thing. The, the way we say discipline equals freedom is if you live like no one else later you get to live and 100%. get your nails done like no one else <laughs> yeah, right yeah, so. yeah yeah when that's i recommend it. books i always recommend his books and your books because well, they're, you. I, I, they're life-changing thank mm-hmm. you thank you i'm not near as big or tough as he is but yeah, yeah. <laughs> actually he's a big softy really if you get right down to it but uh doesn't pull it off well but he is he's a great guy all right guys congratulations we got a copy of baby steps millionaires for you that's uh where you are, (laughs) you are one, and a copy of Total Money Makeover for you to give away and help somebody move along this journey. And, of course, we've got a Financial Peace University membership for a year, and that's the new videos with George Camel, Dr. John Deloney, Rachel Cruz, and me, and the best Financial Peace University we've ever done right now going out there. So give all that away. Help somebody out. You guys are incredible. You've got a real grasp on uh, the things it takes to win. Not only in finance, but in everything else. You're a pretty impressive couple. Very, very well done. Thank you so much. Very well done. And let's bring the kiddos up. What are their names and ages?
5: Liam is nine, Mm -hmm. and Harper is six. All right.
0: Good-looking guys. I like it. Well done. All right. So Brock and Jenny, Liam and Harper from Colorado Springs, $374,000 paid off. Forty years old and less. They did all this in a year and a half. Uh, They make good money, $350, but they have a million dollar house that's paid for and a million dollars in their retirement are are just under in both cases. Count it down. Let's hear a great debt free scream. One, two, three. We're We're debt
2: free.
0: free! (laughs) (laughs) So sweet. That's
3: incredible.
0: Talk about a family tree being changed. They did it with an exclamation point. Boom! So wow. fast. Fabulous. This is the Ramsey chef. Scripture of the Day, Proverbs 9, nine. instruct the wise and they will be wiser still. Teach the righteous and they will add to their learning. Thomas Jefferson said, honesty is the first book of wisdom. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Ruth is in Cleveland, Ohio. Hi, Ruth. Welcome to the Ramsey Show.
2: Hi, thank you for taking my call. Sure. How can we help? Well, um, my husband and I have been married for 29 years, but we've always had one problem, extended family.
0: (laughs) Um, (laughs) You're the only ones.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, my husband came from welfare and got his college education, and then I came from the opposite side of the track, but both sides of the family has always had money problems. And um, we've been having problems understanding what, our biblical responsibilities are to family. And it got so bad at one point when we were 45, we looked around and discovered that we had less than a hundred thousand in our 401k. We had 80,000 on credit card debts and a big mortgage. So we, said to our family, just has got to stop. We're being ruined. And so we spent a lot of years. We had seven hundred thousand in our 401 K. We were down to the last four thousand on a credit card. And we had eleven thousand emergency funds. So we uh, were going to be debt free this year. And yeah. our mortgage was paid off. Yeah. Then we said, We're doing great. Then the family emergencies happened again. His parents are in their mid-70s, very bad health. And they, his sister, and her two daughters all ended up homeless at the end of the year. So we grabbed a 30000 loan out of our 401K, bought a manufactured home for them, a three-bedroom, threw them all in it, and got our name off of it because we didn't want to be legally drowned with them. And then just... Other emergencies happened, and our $11,000 emergency fund um, drained also. Part of that was us. We had a a basement leak, so that was $6,000 for waterproofing. How how old are you? I'm 55, and that's what has... How old is your husband? 55.
0: So When are are y'all going to stop this?
2: Exactly, but how can we walk away from family? Isn't biblically, you know, especially as parents, are ill?
0: Biblically, (laughs) you are. Biblically, there is no mandate for you to support misbehavior. If my, if if my, if your mother is doing cocaine, you are not biblically obligated to buy it. True. If (laughs) your mother is misbehaving and won't work you're not biblically obligated to buy her food. Not really? biblically. Absolutely not biblically. Those that won't work, don't let them eat, Paul said. Do you remember reading that?
2: Yes, but now his parents are too old to work, and they're very sick.
0: Yeah, that's not what I'm talking about. You said biblically. Right. Let's yes, solve that yes, first, because you got to quit okay. blaming the Bible for your lack of boundaries. Okay. It's not the Bible's fault. You can honor the position of father, honor your father and mother. Remember Ten Commandments? Mm -hmm. Okay. Right. You honor the office of father and mother, but not the misbehavior of father and mother. Okay. If your father raped someone, you wouldn't honor that. Oh no. Okay. You don't so you honor you but you can still honor the office of fatherhood. Okay. Okay. You follow me. In the office of father, the office of mother. So we can honor your mom and dad, even right. though they have misbehaved, and even though they're now let's move past the Bible then and say, okay, from an emotional standpoint, they need some food. Am I going to go buy them some food if I have seven hundred thousand dollars? Yes, I am. Okay?
2: Right.
0: No question. Am I going to give them a house? Probably not. <laughs> I, am they I going to make them? Though. Am I going to make them get on a budget and live within their social security income? And why, as a part of uh, uh, the me loving them well, as an ob, you know, if I'm going to give you money, you're going to do what I say with this stuff. But you're just throwing you're just giving a drunk a drink for 25 years. You're yeah. enab- you're enablers.
2: Well, we thought we were saving families, like when we paid the property taxes for his brother, so Didn't that work, he and his four children. Actually, his brother did get out of everything, and now he's a truck driver, and they're doing well.
0: Okay, so you did help them. You you, yes. you, you, you enabled them to do better instead of enabling their misbehavior.
2: Right, but no one else is doing better.
0: Uh, okay, <laughs> so what's the the reason is? Is you require. If you give someone that has an alcohol problem that that you have a, you have a process in place that they don't spend it on alcohol. I'm using that as a metaphor. You understand,
2: right? Right. Yes,
0: okay. I do. All right. So you you're sweet people. You're kind people. And and by the way, Ramses are kind people. We just understand boundaries.
3: And Ruth, it's it's taking you and your husband your heart for for wanting to help. Right. You you've done it in a misdirected way. Um. But still, taking that spirit of helping, and whether that's through teaching, whether that's through, hey, you're going to go through this class. I mean, whatever you put up, um, there's a way to to still to still help and love them by not just funneling them money constantly. So who who else right. are who else are you guys? Who who is dependent upon you right now in your family?
2: Um, my husband's parents, his sister. Her two 20-year-old daughters... Why don't they work? um, They are emotionally damaged or get counseling and too shy to interview.
0: Yeah, they need to get a job. Now...
2: Yeah, honestly, we would have been okay not helping them, but we... Because we did say stop when we turned forty-five, but then when his parents became too ill, we're like, "Well, we can't leave them out on the street being that ill." Yeah,
0: well, and, but yeah, but I, if I am going to help them, the, the other people don't get to live with them.
2: We were hoping that they would take care of his parents.
0: <laughs> no, you weren't. You didn't have no intelligent person. I already know these people well enough to know they're not going to do that. And you are—you know them a lot better than I do true they're too shy and they're too deep into counseling to go out of the house and get a job and you thought they were going to take care of someone you didn't really think that
2: well we thought if we threw them all together they could kind of help
0: each other yeah. <laughs> oh darling that was bad hypothesis <laughs> <laughs> and we're, we're gonna put a bunch of broken things it, together and it's gonna make money. one fixed thing I don't think so <laughs> Okay, so you guys have got, listen, I'm going to send you a book called Boundaries by Dr. Henry Cloud, and I want you to lovingly, kindly, and firmly start helping people, not throwing money at them. And helping them means you move them like you did the one brother-in-law to sustainability. Every move that you make with money has to move them towards standing on their own.
3: Right. And some people that may mean not giving money to
2: and just letting them be what comes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Magically 20-year-olds who magically 20-year-olds who get hungry will go get a job. It's magical.
2: <laughs> true.
0: Very true. They'll they'll bust through their trauma and It'll be amazing. Or they'll end up in, in an institution or something because they truly have a mental illness at a level that they don't need to be living down, with broken down 75-year-olds.
2: Right, right. That's that that not, actually is true, too. Yeah.
0: So one of the two. They need, to get up, get, they need to paint or get off the ladder. They're 20. And they're parasites. Right. They're parasites. So it's time. It's not good for them. What has and been I'm modeled. What about our
2: future, too. Yeah, what his
0: dysfunctional family, it's his family, what his dysfunctional family has modeled to these two 20 year olds is horrible. Yes. and It's done them a disservice. That's what enabling always yeah. does. It's a disservice. Yeah. So I and now want to. know that you,
3: their problems aren't real and all of that, but you have to, lo- I mean.
0: I want you to love I them. To- I just want you to love them well and thoroughly and with wisdom and kindness and firmness. And um, all you've done is just kindness only. And it hasn't resulted in what you wanted. That's why you called. The book is Boundaries by Dr. Henry Cloud. Hold on, we'll send it to you. That puts this hour of the Ramsey Show in the books. We'll be back with you before you know it. In the meantime, remember, there's ultimately only one way to financial peace, and that's to walk daily with the Prince of Peace, Christ Jesus